This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my place or mine uh, brand new movie here on uh, netflix here to talk about a little rom-com uh we haven't done one in a while and here is the man who always brings the calm it's Chappelle. thank you rob for that introduction i i didn't know i always brought the calm i thought like you know i, I got a little rom in me you know yeah, the calm before the storm. Yeah, uh, maybe me. we could hear about your rom side today. Maybe uh, I feel like it's about as romantic as this movie is. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we we probably don't have that much to talk about, but at least we have this uh, this thing that we watched. You know, okay. but it was but two weeks ago, three weeks ago that uh, we were joined by uh, Dame Lindsay Wilson when we talked about mm-hmm. that '90s show, uh, and even got to see Ashton Kutcher on Netflix. But it was just a warm up act for his return to cinema as uh, he is opposite Reese Witherspoon in your place or mine just dropped. Uh, we're recording this uh, this weekend here on Netflix sure to be one of the hottest Netflix movies this weekend. And I love it when we can get the jump on something here, Chappelle. Is it, is it going to be one of the hottest movies? on Netflix? You know what? I don't know, but can I tell you what? I'm so happy I'm here. I'm so Mm -hmm. happy to be talking to you. I'm so happy that this is a movie I'm going to watch once and never again and never podcast again about it. One and done as God intended. 
Yeah, this is your MILF manner, you know, just mm-hmm. in and out, you know. And um, we're not going to watch it again tomorrow. We're not. This, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely not a Groundhog Day situation with this one. <laughs> um, I'm good. I, I yeah. think that we watched a it. A one night stand, that, as they say. Yeah. Yeah, that too. And then you could potentially move across the country to get away from this movie. Uh, I think it was it, it, it was a movie that we watched. We said we we're going to watch what's new, what's up and coming on Netflix. And we did watch exactly that. We watched the new film on Netflix. Um, Mission accomplished. I yeah. think we did it, Rob. I think a lot so of people are going to check week? this out this week. <laughs> no, it is. We're, we're going to talk this through. I, I think a lot of people are going to check this out this weekend. Your place or mine. Uh, the brand new movie uh, that's out this weekend. And uh, let's see. I'm just trying to see if it's uh, in the charts yet. We're recording no. this. No, not that's, yet. How long does it take, uh, Rob? This movie's not getting to the charts, man. It's it it let's it, see. it it might it might max out at eight. Eight, but it's not. Eight. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I don't think this is going to be the number one movie on Netflix at, the, at any point. Let's see. Well, a lot of people are watching you on Netflix. Uh, you can check out the post show recap on that. But uh, as far as uh, the the other movies on Netflix, other than you people, uh, which you and Tyrone already covered, uh, I don't know if there's a lot of competition in the movie department. I I, I mean, I guess Lyle Lyle Crocodile came out in 2022 and it's somehow mm-hmm. managed to find itself at number two. Uh, you people are still hanging out. A Medea movie from roughly ten years ago, I think, mm-hmm. uh, is is number four. Enough with Jennifer Lopez from uh, what is that? Two thousand two is also yeah, physical one hundred at number four. The subject of last week's podcast. Yeah, I mean, but look at the movies. I don't think any of these movies are new. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day weekend. This. Chappelle, your place or mine? I think is going to be uh, go. Bafo on the Netflix charts. All right. I'm willing to take that wager. We'll see what happens. I, I don't trust it because honestly, this was a rom-com. There was a lot less rom than com here. And honestly, not a ton of com either. So I don't know if this is what I would be sitting down to say, okay, it's Valentine's day. Let's watch a funny romantic movie. I just don't think this is it. Maybe mm-hmm. have you, have we watched Pamela yet? <laughs> that might that? be even more romantic you're saying the Pamela, uh, Pamela Anderson movie we, kn- we know at least some romance happened in that movie yes okay so your place or mine I have a review open from uh, the New York Times uh, the headline your place or mine review colon try neither ooh get a hotel get yeah. a room so We'll t- give a synopsis of the film uh, for our listeners here today, but I really was struck. This is an unusual movie uh, for me in specifically, it's a movie b- with two big stars, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher, who are the romantic leads in this film. And Chappelle, I, I think they're in three scenes together. Yeah, they're do they hate each other? Camera together, I, maybe right? Maybe like I, like Reese Witherspoon can do no wrong in my eyes. This is a perfect person. So if she's mad at Ashton Kutcher, she wouldn't be the only one. I mean, did you see how they just kind of flew him in for that '90s show? He only had one scene and he was gone too. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it sounds like the problem is Ashton. So I don't know if maybe was this like a COVID issue of that they couldn't get them in the same. Like it's like, do we have? Like we have Ashton, we have Reese signed on to this project. Bad news, like they we can't get them scheduled for the same time. 
Is that what is that how this came to be? It's it's very weird because not only are they in a long distance friendship, um, we're led to believe that this couple of people is super close, right? They wake up in the morning, regardless of who their significant other is, and they're talking to each other throughout the entire morning. But once the movie starts and they are in their respective spots, they don't call each other. No, they're they're missing each other's call. They're barely texting because they're both so caught up in in their own lives that we never see this actual friendship that they keep talking about. Yeah. And I don't know if we're ever going to get the answer to this of like, it's like, okay, well, all right. Reese Witherspoon said she'll give us five days. Ashton Kutcher said he'll give us five days. Okay. We can do this. Uh, she'll be in her own movie. He'll be in his own movie. We'll get, we'll bookend it with uh, one scene where they meet and one scene where they uh, live happily ever after. Yeah, except Spoiler well, maybe not alert. happily ever after, but you know, but because marriage is hard. But they did have a good life, according to the the end credits. I don't know. It, it looks like the only time they were authentically in the same spot was when they were in the airport. Um, I think all the rest of this could have been yada yada. Uh, I think well, like the said, first scene, the, the scene that uh, is the flashback to two thousand three. Ah uh, yes, yes, of course, yeah. That, that so twenty years prior to the movie <laughs> uh, being released as, or when it was set, it um, then that that is when they were together. And then again, we never see them in the same room. We don't even know if they ever interact again in person after that. We know he leaves uh, n- not long after that, after you know her marriage and she has a baby. But then we don't know if he ever comes back and visits or anything. So it's just like they just don't seem like that that close, honestly. Yeah. So here's the synopsis of the film. Okay. In 2003, uh, there are two people. Uh, Their names are, let me go back, not Ashton and Reese, Debbie and Peter. If you gave me uh, 500 guesses, I would not have come up with Debbie is the name of Reese Witherspoon's character. Okay. Uh, Debbie and Peter were hanging out in 2003. They hooked up. Okay, they hooked up at a poker mm-hmm. game. Poker? Yeah. I hardly know her. That's that's not what uh, Peter said. No, he knew her in a biblical uh, sense that day. Um, I think that the thing that we have to notice from 2003 is that when they give us our flashback, Rob, it's been 20 years since yeah. that. T- this is that time. I know in our minds, 2003 was just a few days ago, mm-hmm. but they had to remind us about the wallet chain. This was the best the scene layers, in the movie. Layers of clothes. It really was. It was very nostalgic. <laughs> I feel like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember those things. I remember 2003 vividly. And then we never have another moment like that. The rest of the film is just kind of like straightforward. And so, okay, this is how they met. And then we sort of like uh, leave it at that of, okay, they got together. I'm like, okay, and then the next scene, they're calling each other on the phone. And it's, is it Ashton Kutcher's birthday? Uh yeah, so eventually he has he has his birthday or whatever. He's got a a, a girlfriend, kind of. Well, oh, so everything. Uh, uh, there's a lot of the movie that takes place in split screen. It's not unlike uh, Chappelle and I. Here we are on on yes. Zoom. Uh, this this is the romantic comedy. Hey, Chappelle, how are you? Like this would be a movie. Could this be a movie? It, I guess it could. It feels like we're right next to each other, but then we're so far apart. Rob, this is you people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we, get to do, we get to have a podcast movie. Uh, I don't know. The split screen was fun the first couple times they did it because you're like, oh, are they together? Oh, they're far apart. Well, but they made it like, seem like that they seen. were like calling each other and then they were like, uh, like, or they made it seem like what they were both in bed together, kind of. Yeah. And then, and then we like uh, pull back and it's like, oh, actually, 
Ashton Kutcher has a different woman in his bed. And like, okay, what's going on here? Because you don't know, like they hooked up. You don't know, are they married? Are they divorced Mm -hmm. at this point? He's in bed with another woman and uh, she's cool with it. I'm like, okay, what kind of, is this like an open marriage? Right. Well, for a second, I, they, I looked like it was all the same bed. So I was like, oh, a throuple. You know, we love that. That's cool. We support that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, and then all of a sudden, it separates and they're in separate beds. But then I'm like, well, Ashton Kutcher, if you're laying next to this beautiful lady, why are you on the phone with Reese Witherspoon? Are y'all like, what's what's happening here? Turns out they're just really good friends who talk to each other early in the morning, despite who's laying next to them. Just good friends. Okay. Now, good friend. all right. Chappelle, this movie raises a, a lot of questions about okay. re, re, about relationships. Okay, um, mm-hmm. do you have any friends who were former romantic interests that now you have uh, developed a, a deep friendship with? This is no. We're we're getting we're getting real today. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think. Of, you said deep friendship, and that automatically just nixes all of this. Mm-hmm. I uh, like I said once it's, once you, we're done. I'm you're lucky. I don't block you. You know, and I'm normally I block these yes. people. So like I don't I don't I wouldn't have done this. Uh, but for some reason, their one uh one night stand led to a twenty year like uh, twenty year friendship, including most of the friendship being long distance. So I don't know what happened in that one night stand, but they really bonded for him to you know, decide to up and leave very quickly after. Mm-hmm. Like he dipped out. Well, yeah, we we did get a little bit of the backstory later on in the movie about um, what was going on with like why it didn't work out between them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the short version of that is that they basically tell us like, okay, they they got they hooked up that one time, but they both kind of fell in love with each other in that same exact moment. Like they had their mm-hmm. moment and they was like, oh, this is very intense. And whereas she was probably looking to make something happen, he ran from it. He was like, No, no, I'm a horrible person. I'm not I'm not worthy of love. And so she's like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's fine. She goes off, dates somebody, she meets somebody. I mean, you know, he sees them together. He wants to kind of break it up and be like, I, I like you, but he doesn't have it in him. Next time he sees her, she's with child. He's like, oh, it's too late. But at this point, he can't be around her. He's like, oh, it just hurts too much to see you happy with someone else. So he leaves and flies across the country. That's the short version. Yes. Okay. So I'm just trying to think like I, I do not have a, a relationship like this uh, in my life. That is a former romantic interest uh, that is now a friend. If things did not, of course, many listeners know uh, the first lady of podcasting, my wife, Nicole, the great love of my life, Chappelle. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that I think if we split up, I do not think uh, we would be friends. You don't No, I think y'all have like a quantum entanglement. You quantum know, like entanglement. I think that, I, yeah, I, 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 no I think I could go. do this. Like, I think I could be like uh, cordial. I'm just saying I don't think that my wife would be that. Um, oh, yeah. She, she would have like a good hate into you, huh? She, I think, she, yeah. I mean, like, look, in the best of times now, Chappelle, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but I really, I think if we split up, like, I, I don't think that we would be friends. I am friendly with people that I have been with look at romantically, you. but I could do it. I, I think I could do it. I, I, it's, I struggle. I'm not going to lie. I'm more in the Nicole camp here where I'm kind of like, I kind of have to disavow everything about you in order to kind of keep that separate. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'm like, uh, I kind of hate your guts. Um, 
Well, yeah, one of my most notable exes, uh, she and I, we didn't like each other prior to us getting together. And then somehow that managed to happen. And people were like, oh, it's like opposites attract. No, we really should not have been anywhere near each other. And now she's blocked on like four different social media accounts. My phone, yeah. I think I, I made Sasha block her too, you know, just yeah. off the off GP. You know, it's just kind of like everybody has to block her. Uh, and so it's really hard for me to keep those things separately. I kind of have to get a good hating to you too. Yeah, so I, I, I see like what this, that, you know, we're like the, the movie, your place or mine is fine. But, you know, really, we're here to learn about you Chappelle let's talk about it yeah yeah <laughs> I mean like this movie's gonna be forgettable but we're gonna remember uh all your sure. stories all my blocked exes I mm. mean like there are so many that are blocked it's really embarrassing um, yeah yeah but it's okay like sometimes you just gotta I protect Do my all your exes live in Texas um no okay no they don't one one is left yes. um but uh, the rest of them, the rest of them should be, you know, again, they're blocked. So I have no clue, honestly. You don't know. But, yeah. So they know. could be anywhere. I don't know. You know, but, um, yeah. but yeah, they started if off. If any of Texas, Chappelle's yeah. exes are listening, uh, we oh, don't want to hear from no. you. Yeah. Yeah. No, stay away. And, stay far, far away. Yeah. And, or, or reveal yourself so that nothing but Netflix Twitter account can block you also. Oh, please. And thank you. And the out of context account. Mm -hmm. Josh Green, and let me, I'll, block, I'll block whoever you tell me to also. Yes. Let's I'll go block my exes. Let's do it. Yeah. And so yeah. now, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher uh, that they've maintained like this incredibly close relationship, even though uh, they hooked up uh, this this one time. But she went on to go and end up married to somebody else. I think he mentions later in the movie that he was in rehab, I think, multiple times. Yeah, he stopped drinking. We kind of mm -hmm. get that like sprinkled throughout the film because at some point he's like trying to drown his sorrows in sparkling water. Um, and so, yeah, he went to rehab. She went and picked him up. But this last time when she went and picked him up, uh, you know, she was with child. And yeah. that was just too much for him. He's like, I'm going to spiral back into al alcoholism if I don't get away from you. Yeah. And so she ends up having a child with another man with the kid is 13 in the movie. Um, they sh uh, met in Los Angeles. Ashton Kutcher, it's a big plot point in the movie, left California. Nobody really knows why. Ashton Kutcher claims to say it's because he is afraid of earthquakes. And everybody's like, yeah, but not really. Right, like grow up. I mean, yeah, because every, every place has their thing. There's no place. There was in an the earthquake United in States. Buffalo last week. Right. There's no place in the United States where you can't get into some natural disaster. I mean, some are better than others. I mm -hmm. will say I, I personally, I'm, I'm around tornado area. Give me a tornado over a hurricane anytime. I've had them both and I'm, I, I've leaning toward tornado. Mm -hmm. If I could avoid ever being in an earthquake. Right. I'd love that. But you know, you, you know, you can't do you play that game. It's like, OK, well, all right. I don't yeah. want to be near the earthquakes. I don't want to be near the tornadoes. I, I don't want to be near like, uh, you know, uh, you know, big city targets for, uh, you know, the bad guys uh, like, mm -hmm. OK, I got it. I'll move to Montana. Like, oh, what's that Chinese spy balloon? You know, you can't get away from it. Exactly. Yeah. You can't get far uh, from all of this drama. And so to think that he flew across the country to avoid a natural disaster. It's just not very believable. Mm -hmm. um, and like, as we kind of highlighted already, it's because he probably has feelings for his homie that he's uh, been talking to so much. Yeah, well, that's going to, you know, come up later on. Although he, and I feel like later on in the film, he says, no, no, I really am afraid of earthquakes. Yeah, he doubles down. But I mean, you two things can be true at once. You know, you could be afraid of earthquakes and also afraid of watching your, uh, your best friend that you're in love with raise a child with mm -hmm. somebody else. Okay, so... 
we see that they are living these uh, two different lives. Uh, Reese Witherspoon on the West Coast in California. She's uh, raising her son, trying to she plays it safe. Ashton Kutcher, he's living beautiful apartment uh, overlooking. Is that the is that the Brooklyn Bridge? Uh, yeah, the Manhattan Bridge. I, yeah. I, it's hard to know. They start making random quotes throughout the mm-hmm. film about bridges in New York. You know, I thought this was your area. Uh, not the city. Uh, that uh, mm. Probably a lot of people. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he has an apartment or like, a, I don't know, like, I don't know. Would you say this is like a townhouse? Um, yeah, like a little condo yeah. or something. I think the rent here is like, uh, you know, $4 million a month uh, to live here. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's, But it's beautiful. Yeah, and they, you know they valet your your garbage, right? You just like put it on the on the on the little outside of the door, and they just take it down. You know the the very fancy things in life, but for him to be such a like, oh, he lives on the wild side. He's an adventurer. So this very like straight laced apartment with his books color coordinated and all kinds of stuff. Like, eh, he doesn't seem that fun. He wasn't very adventurous. Uh, that it seemed like that he did like have a lot of hookups. Um, yeah, that 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 seemed a little adventurous. I mean, it, it is a wild game to play. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie to you on that one. That, it, it seems kind of reckless. But Dating I, a lot of younger women. Yeah, that too. Uh, he, he's making sure that uh, he's on the the, the Caprio, uh, you know, kind of, you know. Which is ironic because he's also been on the opposite side of that. That's why he sees the value in it. You mm-hmm. know, uh, he he's lived both of those lives. Uh, but see, yeah, seeing him kind of be the the reckless rolling stone that collects no moss. It's like, hey, it just seems like a guy who's afraid of commitment. The movie itself is a love letter to the uh, music library of the cars. Uh, Chappelle, did you have any familiarity with the music of the cars? Yeah, I know the cars. I didn't know all of these songs were the cars. You told me right so, before we came on this podcast that you hate cars. I hate my car oh. currently because it refuses to work. But the cars, uh, the group, I was just like, oh, okay. You know, like I, I know of them. I've heard their songs before on commercials. So this felt about right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know they were going to dedicate pretty much the entire soundtrack to the cars. That was odd. Yeah, it seems like a weird sort of overlap. And it is mentioned in the plot of the film. But I think that all of the music in this film is music from the band The Cars. I think it's like one or two songs that wasn't The Cars. But I think every time every time he's in his actual vehicle listening to music, it's always The Cars. Mm-hmm. And his ringtone is The Cars, too. Because we find out that his dad was really into The Cars. And so like for years he couldn't he couldn't uh he couldn't listen to him because his dad passed away. And so now he's come back to his love for the cars and he listens to him to remember his dad. So that's what he, that's the only thing he listens to in his car. Now I think the soundtrack of the movie actually had some other stuff in it but far be it for me to remember yeah. like you know to an hour and a half ago when I watched mm-hmm. this. <laughs> <laughs> so all right so that that's Ashton Kutcher, he dates younger women. He's into the cars and he talks to Reese Witherspoon on FaceTime uh, multiple times a day. He is an advertising executive that he's kind of like a marketing brand specialist. He's good at his job. He tries to break up with uh, some guys who are working with him and it's not going well. They don't want to break up with him. No, they don't. And it's it's ironic because that's the same day that he's also getting broken up with by his girlfriend um, who, you know, but he doesn't care. He doesn't, he doesn't really care. She's kind of just like, it's been six months. What are we doing? And he's like, uh, you know, if you kind of like, as he says it in his head, he's probably thinking, wow, it's been six months. Dear guy, I got to break this off. Um, and so he lets it end. And then he goes and gives the same speech to those clients. He's like, 
hey, it's been six months. I don't, I don't think we're working out here. So mm-hmm. I, like I said, I kind of have the suspicion that he's just not good with commit uh, commitment. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't like to attach to things too much. He Well, he hates mementos. It's his I, least favorite listen, kind of mementos. He's, uh, it's not my least favorite kind of mementos, but it's like bottom two. Yeah, I look, I relate to a lot of his energy in this. I, I also don't like to attach to things too much. I like mm-hmm. to kind of be on the go myself. Um, so yeah, I, I can see where he's coming from in, 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 in parts of this. Meanwhile, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Debbie, she has a 13-year-old son, Jack. Uh, she is a very overprotective mom. I kind of thought the movie was going in the direction of that. She has like a lot of like notes on things that Jack has this nut allergy. This is like he can't have this. He can't have this. He can't have this. He can't have this. And I think that I really thought, Chappelle, the movie was going down a path to say that actually he doesn't have these allergies. And (gasps) spending time with Jack was going to basically prove that his allergies are fake or not are, are, are imagined. And I was like, I don't think they should do this. I think that's a bad <laughs> message. I don't think they should say people's uh, allergies are imaginary and they didn't, but I could have seen a world where they, where they were kind of trying to say that. I, it, it did sound like it cause it was so heavy on it. Right. It was just a lot of like, Oh, he can't have this. Make sure he doesn't eat this. Doesn't it sounds like, okay, the allergies are going to be a big plot line in this film. They're not at all. Yeah. He doesn't have an allergic reaction to anything. And I mean, he does venture away from his strictly planned diet while he's away from his mom. And so I thought there was a potential for something like that to mm-hmm. happen. Turns out he's actually allergic to hockey. Who would have thought? Yeah, because in the book, okay, so that Ashton Kutcher's character is a writer who then never writes his book or so uh, Debbie ends up uh, imagining Um she finds out later that he does in his book, uh, the manuscript, the boy, uh, based on the real life, uh, incidents of, uh, you know, Peter's uh, dad's, uh, you know, tragic life that the boy in the story develops an allergy to touch. And that when he is touched in the story, that he has an allergic reaction to a thing, which is not real. I felt like that that's where like, okay, this is getting a little heavy handed of that. We're going to eventually say that the mom Reese is just being overprotective. He doesn't actually have all these allergies. Right, right. It did feel like it was going that way. But now, now that you say it out loud, I kind of think that Ashton Kutcher was just taking all of this uh, inspiration about the, for this book from his best friend, Debbie, who he's obsessed with. You know, oh, she's telling him, oh, you think that, that, that this was borrowed from her from the real life? It's of uh, wow, Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, his best you friend's always my like, mind. my son's allergic to this. My son's allergic to that. Son like, allergic your son's to allergies. allergic to everything. Right. Your son's all allergic to everything. Wouldn't it be weird if I put that into a novel? If you I didn't stole know about? your life and turned it into my book and never told you about that's it. That's why he can't tell her. That's why he's ripping he her publish. off. Yeah, I mean, and she didn't even put two and two together. Like, she's like, oh my God, it's about a 13 year old boy mm-hmm. who has allergies that just hit so close to home because I have a 13 year old. Like, yes, dummy, he's robbing you blind. See, that's I didn't even get That's why I have to watch death. this movie again and we should podcast about it again tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's, let's call podcast it about it Your Place or Mine Week. Yes, no, month, year. Your why Place or Mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's, listen, we'll do it scene by scene. Every no, we'll do a commentary to shake it up. You know, mm-hmm. every day though, we don't have to Seven do the same day. thing every day. Yeah, we can just do commentary one of the sure. days. When it hits number one on Netflix, that's when we should do the commentary. Uh, if it hit number five, I'd be down. I just don't see it happening. Should that be what this podcast is? It's like, hey, you got Netflix, you got us. Hit play. We're gonna just like uh, do the commentary. This is gonna vamp. Yeah, like yeah, that, that wouldn't be. A I don't think it's the worst is. idea for like, especially like when it's a movie. Yeah, and then people it's like, love director's commentary. Yeah, because either it's either you already watched the movie and now here's our podcast, which is like over the commentary, like over the movie, or it's like watch it for the first time with Robin Chappelle. Hey, that might be like a segment we need to do. Maybe like once a month or so we do one of those. So it's I love just a it. commentary. Look, we're right. reinventing the medium. Spice it up. We've been look, we've been doing this for two years now. You know, we gotta we gotta keep it fresh. Spin yeah. a wheel next time. You know. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganello. all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Chappelle, there's another character in the movie that's um, a like the I don't know. I would say like uh, there's uh, like another like a supporting actor, actress, uh, like on the on the other coasts. uh, Eventually, when we split them up, they're going to basically the plot of the movie is uh, Reese Witherspoon is going to come to New York. Ashton Kutcher is going to go to California. Tignataro ends up uh, being a longtime friend of both of them. Do you know what was the relationship of uh, Tignataro to uh, these two? Longtime friend and poker buddy. You know, from all we can tell is that Tignataro has been around for a very long time. Friends with both of them. Yeah, the mutual of both of them. And very funny, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but kind of like just. I don't know. Like the one constant throughout the film is that each of them is going to lean on Tignataro at th- different points. Her name is Alicia in the movie. Mm-hmm. I got very excited because I only know who Tignataro is because of uh, Lindsay Wilson, the Dame Lindsay Wilson herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's a big Tignataro fan, so I was like, ah, I know her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but this was fun. Fun seeing Tignataro in this role, um, especially because we needed somebody to kind of make sense because the rest of them were not. Yes. Uh, did Tignataro know the entire time that uh, Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon were in love with each other? If she did, she didn't say anything. You know, should she say she something? Knew. Like if you have yeah, two I mean, mutuals and they're like madly in love with each other for like 20 years and it's obvious, should you say something? I think you should, especially once they're both single. Like once they're both single, you should just blurt it out. It would be so annoying, I think, to not say something where they're like, "Oh, did you hear what Peter is up to?" Like, "Oh my god!" Uh, like, I like, yeah, you're in love with him. Duh. Please go marry him and leave us alone. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's very annoying, especially because all you hear is like the he said, she said from 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 them. 
all mm-hmm. day about each other. You probably just want to sit them both down and just say, listen, even if it doesn't work out, y'all got to try it so you can leave me alone. Yep. Go try this thing one time. And then if it doesn't work, it's fine. Go back to being friends for the next 20 years. But leave me out of this. Okay. So Chappelle, Reese Witherspoon needs to go to New York to do something. Like, I don't know. I don't really even understand what she was doing. This is like the recurring dream that I have where I have to go back to Oswego, New York and go and take like a, a class and and because I didn't really graduate college and I need to go and like enroll back in school and uh, go sign up. Like why, why did she have to go to New York for like a short amount of time to go to college? It sounded like she was finishing up a course that you can probably do probably mostly online, but you have to go take like maybe a class or something like that in public, like in person. Uh, And so she was so basically she's like a a really like literature minded person. Right. She's a book person. She likes to read. uh, But she really wants a practical degree, a degree that can actually make her some money. And so she's trying to go back and get it looks like accounting that she's trying to do. But she really needs to be in person to take this final exam in these last couple class, yeah, uh, classes. She's getting a degree that will advance her career, apparently. Yeah, and and yeah, and remember, she wants to get a degree that will get her some money. You know, uh, like because uh, these literature degrees, they don't do a lot. Trust no. me. <laughs> yes, is that what your degree is in? Uh, my bachelor's degree is in communication, but it was a, a double major in in English, and mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. Um, now, I, did, I did more with a minor in social work than I've done with either of those degrees. Do you have a manuscript sitting what? at your house, a, a book that one day you will publish? No, but if you ever need a place to stay in Texas, you just come, I'll give you the keys and you just, whatever you do, don't look in my oven because that's <laughs> definitely not where I would keep my manuscript if I had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you ever consider writing a book? Is that something, are you a, a writer like that? Because I don't think I could do it. I will. I no, I could not write a book like a fiction uh book. I could not. Um, I could, matter of fact, I couldn't write. A, I couldn't write a book about me. Like if you gave me some research or something like that, and you needed me to do like a dissertation or something, that's kind of like a book. I could definitely do that, but not. What you if know, you had a ghostwriter, somebody that would like Ooh. follow you around and like uh like you know maybe you'd have like a have a beer and sit down with this person and they would just be like uh like oh here's another story. I mean, not to bring up the Dame Lindsay Wilson again, but I mean, she's I, she's, she's offered to person. do it. No, but she's oh. the mind behind the Sleepover podcast. You mm-hmm. know, and if if she can do that, the oral history of that, I could just imagine like if I told her some stories, what she could put together about me. So I think if Lindsay signs on, we can get this book uh, created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be a hit. I don't think so. I'm not that entertaining. I promise, I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's not a lot going on in my life, Rob. Nobody wants to read about it. Okay, all right, think about it. We can come. We'll, how about we double team this? Is you and I, we do like a, like a, a your place or mine book and you, your know, place you tell or mine? your story okay. and my story. And then we talk about how we converge in 2020, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Okay. This is, this is a good boy. This is like, uh, this is going to be very deep, I think. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, Rob, I've known you my whole life and you've only known me like three years. So wow. we got a lot to talk about. Wow. Two stories. And then uh, we we converge and uh, we both had a shared love of reality TV and we have very different backgrounds. And now uh, we're great friends like uh, I have a podcast. This is a Netflix film. This is something. (laughs) Yeah, it's something. This is not Uh, nothing. It's not nothing but Netflix. You know, (laughs) it's something. It'll get there eventually. I, I'm telling you, we got we have a seed to work with. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just see what happens. Let's yeah. ask the listeners. What do y'all think? Rob and I should talk about in our joint novel, in our audio book. 
Yes. Oh, see, now it's an audio book. Do we, do we narrate our own audio book? I think we got to, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, we got something here. All right. I like it. So, all right. We see Reese Witherspoon, that she needs to come to New York. Uh, Ashton Kutcher says, you've done so much for me. Come stay at my place. I'll go to your place and I'll babysit. Is it babysitting if, if it's a teenager? It's babysitting. Yeah. It is babysitting. I, I will go. I'll watch your kid. She's like, you don't yeah. know how to do watch a kid. Like he, uh, he's allergic to uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's allergic to the basketball gym and the football field, the soccer mm-hmm. field as well. Like he's allergic, he's allergic to, to grass. Both of those things. Yeah, I mean, I I have a grass allergy as well. Mm-hmm. Not all grasses, uh, but uh, so you know, so certain pollens get me uh, yes. shook up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, he has a lot of restrictions, and so she doesn't really trust that uh, Ashton Kutcher's character is going to be able to handle that. Um, but she does give in. You know, she's in a, such a big moment of her life where she can really go and get this degree, and it could be something good for her and her son. So she takes him up on his offer. Okay. All right. So they're basically going to, even though they were split screen apart, flip it around. Now they're split screen the other way, where Ashton Kutcher is going to be watching jack uh and as a babysitter i mean uh, he comes in and basically is going to uh you know let let things be a little bit more loosey-goosey around here to which uh i think jack responds positively yeah jack's ready he's ready to shake things up because if it was up to reese witherspoon's character she would have him living in a bubble and so now she, he has a little bit of freedom. He can uh, eat things that are not casseroles that are pre-prepared and sitting in the freezer. He can stay up a little bit later. Are he you a even casserole guy, movies. Chappelle? Depends on the casserole. I'm not like, I'm not like, uh, I, don't think I, I have really to have ever a had a casserole. What? You gotta so. get you a casserole. Yeah. Uh, like, um, you have been to, you know, I complain about restaurants a lot. Have you ever been to Cheddar's? No. It's like a Chili's type yeah. type place. Anyway, they have a good broccoli rice and cheese casserole. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh my god! It's that, like I, you could just eat that by the pan. You don't need to eat all the rest of the crap that they have there. Um, but yeah, I like a good casserole. It just, it just depends on the casserole. It's really it's it's not the fact that it's a casserole that attracts me. It's the what's inside the casserole. You know? Did we watch something recently that they had casseroles? I don't know. I'm trying. I don't, I don't know, know what, what what I did. I did podcast about something where uh, they were br- bringing a lot of casseroles over to the house. Um, uh, I don't know. I oh, like, was that? Yes. Was that was that the the movie we did with Josh and Emily? Was it the the scary movie with the house? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but th- it doesn't feel like a very like uh, 2023 mom thing to do is make a bunch of casseroles. That seems like very old timey. No, I think that's just a single mom move. Uh, my mm-hmm. mom, she, when I was younger, she would either like make like, because you have to make something that you can basically just eat off of all day. So you don't constantly find yourself cooking for two people. Mm-hmm. So you just make a big amount of whatever it is. And then you just graze as the day goes on. My mom used to do like, like crock pot meals. You know, yeah, she would, like, I, have, like, so I feel like an like Instapot might be like more yeah. like 2023 than frozen casseroles, but whatever. Yeah, um, but she doesn't trust her kids. So uh, she ha- and, and she doesn't trust this grown ass man. So she couldn't leave anything yeah. to chance. So Ashton Kutcher is sort of like uh, feeling his way around, like being a stepdad to Jack. Uh, He's going to like drop him off at school. Like he gets involved in like that. There's like Jack has like there's two other kids that don't really want to hang out with him. um, That uh, Ashton Kutcher has some plans to win these kids over. Um, He is going to take Jack 
and these other, gets gets Jack to bribe these other kids to take them to a luxury box for the Kings game. It's not bribing, Rob. It's incentivizing. Incentivization, We're going to rebrand yeah. all of this. Yeah, so he does with a, a global realignment on um, on Jack because this is his skill, right? He's a businessman who's good at this kind of thing. But what he finds out very quickly is that even bribing these children to make them go to um, uh, to the games with him and have these amazing seats and all these snacks, still not going to make them like Jack himself. And so he... He makes a mistake. This is a step in the wrong direction because now Jack sees that there's no amount of money that this is going to get these kids to, to actually play with him. Um, and it's kind of hurt to watch because, you know, he was trying his best. But I mean, that Jack guy, he must suck. I'm joking. I'm joking. He seems like a nice kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't seem that awesome. He seemed fine. Fine. He's fine. He was, he was there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard. You know, these other two kids like are really hitting it off. You're like, uh, now you got third wheel Jack. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, it happens. Um, yeah, I think I think that's what it, what it is. It's like they weren't vibing, and that's okay. Everybody does not have to be friends. Um, and mm-hmm. it just like it it just wasn't working out for them. It comes to find out that like they used to be friends, but now Jack is smaller than them, and he can't really play hockey with them anymore. So they bonded over being hockey, uh, you know, like teammates. Whereas he's kind of like the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how uh, all the kids in L.A. like to do play hockey. It's really his first and only love. You know, he grew mm-hmm. up, you know, watching the old hockey uh, mm-hmm. matches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there's a more interesting part of the uh, life that Debbie leads in California. Okay. Debbie, um, I don't know. She lives all this. Like she lives in. I. I I guess it was LA. They went to a Kings game, but she kind of lives like on uh, some street that's like at a 45 degree angle. I don't know if she lives in the Hollywood Hills or what, Uh, but she has a neighbor named Zen. Zen is played by Steve Zahn, who many of our listeners uh, probably recognize from White Lotus season one, Mm -hmm. uh, among many other things. Yeah. Um, what is your first memory of Steve Zahn as an actor? Well, I know him best from The White Lotus. I feel like it's hard to separate really? him from that. Um, but I, I just I recently watched him in 8-Bit Christmas. Uh, what, what do you know him best from? I remember him in one of the only Paul Walker films I've ever seen, Joyride, um, ah. from 2001. Every time I see him, I think, oh, that's the guy from Joyride. Even when I was watching uh, The White Lotus, it was hard for me to separate the two. Yeah, um, But I haven't seen anything else that he's been in between between 2001's Joyride I mean, and The White Lotus. He I have, easily I has man. like, you know, 50 acting credits. Uh, like he is uh, like a, a real like that guy. He's in a, bu- a bunch of different stuff. And so um, he plays like a neighbor who is a gardener. He's like always working in the garden and he's kind of like in various states of undress. Chappelle, would you say is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, he's ha- he's half naked all the time out there in uh in Reese's garden specifically because he has his own garden, but he uh, he pays a gardener to do that kind of work. He really likes to focus on you know making sure that her garden specifically mm-hmm. is um is is you know tended to, and also that she can see him in various states of undress while he does it. Okay, so there's a point where Ashton Kutcher's character Peter has a real like mano mano talk with. Steve uh, Zahn, his character Zen. Mm-hmm. And 
they they talk about the like uh relationship with with Debbie. Uh and Zen, you know, uh that he basically says like oh he can like uh he understands what it's like uh for Peter because he is in love with Debbie. Yeah, he's that they're like hookups well yeah and he also says that he and and he feels like and his plan is that if he's just um is around all the time and is friends with her eventually she's gonna see him as something more which ironically is exactly ashton kutcher's plan pretty much Yeah, yeah this movie should be called friend zone (laughs) <laughs> I think we did we cover that already too. I mean these Netflix movies, dear God. Um yeah, this is this is weird because you have two people who are both looking at each other and kind of sizing each other up as the potential other guy. Um and we're led to believe that Peter would have a better chance at this because Zen has been in this woman's front yard mm-hmm. and she doesn't really pay any attention to him romantically. We don't know about the backyard. Um, yeah. Yeah, we don't know about that, but we do know that there have been some uh, benefits to this friendship, at least from Zen's Well, uh, this is what I want to ask you, Chappelle, that Steve Zahn's character, Zen, says, in the meantime, you know, we just continue, we'll be friends with benefits. Mm -hmm. Was he lying? Or has uh, Steve Zahn's character, Zen, had... A physical relationship with Reese Witherspoon's character, Debbie. Huh, this is hard because it did feel like he was lying, but we also have no reason to believe that he's lying. Like, it's not like we get Debbie saying, like, absolutely not. In no world would I ever sleep with Zen. Um, they're both, you know, adults. They can, mm-hmm. they can, but I, I mean, maybe her benefit is that he tends to her garden. I don't know. In the front yard. Yeah. I guess that they felt like, okay, well, we're, we made it like that Ashton Kutcher. Like he's like been with a lot of other women. So you got to throw her a bone. I mean, you do kind of like, it's like, it seemed like she's like some old spinster just sitting at home. Just like, oh my God, just worry about my child. Like she can, she can have sex too. Well, she yeah. will. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to Dr. Jackson Avery in just a moment. But yeah, she uh, she she seems like she has friends on the West Coast that she does, you know, from time to time benefit mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It happens. Yeah. Let's talk about what's going on over on the East Coast, because there's uh, more of the action going on on the East Coast. I think that if we were going to like uh, do like a percentage of like cut the pie, I think we probably spend 60 percent of our time with Debbie, maybe 40% of the time with Peter. It's not a huge difference. I think it's like with Debbie, she has uh, more going have, on. Yeah, she has a lot going on. Whereas he's with got Peter, one thing it's going more on. like he's yeah. got to deal with Jack. Yeah. With Jack. And only Jack. Okay. Mm. So Reese Witherspoon, she's hanging out at the uh, house that Ashton Kutcher has. She has a lot of problems with the internet enabled assistance. Uh, she's not so good with the uh, ALEXA over at the house. No, no, she's not. And I don't blame her. I don't know how to use mine at all. And I I really should get rid of it, honestly. But she's trying to get it to, she can't get it to close the blinds. She can't get the lights to turn on in different situations. And she's struggling to where all she can manage to do is just blast music. Because anytime Mm -hmm. you're trying to do something and and not draw a lot of attention to yourself, that's always going to happen. But right as she's blasting music, in walks uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher's ex, uh, Minka, who we saw them break up because it had been six months and it was going nowhere, but she's back and she's not wearing any clothes because she's trying to get him back 
or at least for the well, night. No, this was the have a same woman him. as earlier in the film. I thought this was a, di a different woman who noticed that she was friends with the woman he broke up with on Instagram and, and noticed her the signs that she had broken up with Ashton Kutcher. So this was a different ex that showed up. Yeah, this is the ex before that one that we saw him break up with at yes. the beginning. And then this one doubled back once she saw that the coast was clear. Yeah, it's okay. a lot of a lot going a lot, on. A there. lot going on here. OK, yeah. Um, so this woman shows up and this appeared to be. What used to I don't know if it's still called this a booty call. But without the uh, call, it's just a pop in the call. Yeah. What is this is called, Chappelle? It's very tacky in yeah. what it is. You don't just pop up at somebody's house with a trench Does coat on. Does this have a name? A, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't think it has a name. Does it have a name? Yeah. It's just, you You got a text or, or knock or you call or, call or something she like that. She just, just showed show up, up like this. And she's wearing like a jumpsuit and she reveals to Reese Witherspoon, like, I'm not wearing anything under this. Right. And then at which point you used to say, okay, but well, you should leave because, you know, he's not here. And also... You're not wearing anything under your clothes, but Reese Witherspoon just invites her on in because this woman seems to know how to She's work. She's going the, the commando. <laughs> she is, and she knows how to command the Alexa because uh, somebody needs to. She She's knows able how to, to turn work it directly it. off. Yeah, which is weird because nobody else would know, and so you know this woman spent a lot of times in in this house. Yes, and she really does hit it off with Reese Witherspoon. Um, she doesn't look at her as okay. This is a a a, a rival vying for the attention of Ashton Kutcher, I guess maybe because she's a millennial, like this is just like, a, a, you know, a cool thing. They're like, OK, this is a no big deal. Yeah, she's like, oh, things happen. Uh, you know, it's not. Listen, these people on two different coasts, there's nothing really for her to worry about. Everything that Debbie says about uh, Peter is that there's nothing there. They're just friends, you know. They don't really, she doesn't really know a lot about him, you know, because that's another like through line through this story is that Peter and Debbie both say, we tell each other everything and they don't know anything about each other. Like every time somebody walks in a room, they're like, uh, it's weird that they didn't mention that to you considering y'all talk so much. Uh, and so I think based on the fact that Debbie doesn't know a lot about Peter's life, she doesn't really feel threatened. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so we end up seeing, uh, so they have uh, like a, a fast friendship and she says, hey, Tomorrow night, let's go out. Let's go out for drinks. Let me take you out into Manhattan. And so they hit it off. And now uh, here we go. We're out, we're out seeing the nightlife. And so Reese Witherspoon, she hasn't been out in probably like 20 years. Mm -hmm. And she, she's finally getting out. She's in a new city. She doesn't have to focus on her kid who's potentially in danger because mm -hmm. of all of his allergies. Yeah. Um, she's having a good time. And, um, uh, and I like this for her. You know, she's relaxing a little bit. Her son's relaxing. The only person who's really not relaxing is Peter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she had gone to school and she's like uh, seen some like hot professors at her school. Uh, and so when they go out to, to the uh, to the club, they end up uh, seeing like a hot professor with a friend. And so they go off and they, and they hit it off. And then the 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 younger woman hits it off with a hot professor. And then she ends up talking to this guy who's like a uh, book uh, publisher. Yeah. So the professor, of course, is not Reese Witherspoon's character. Or Debbie, I guess. It's not Debbie's um, 
professor. She just catches him talking about books and, you know, she loves books. So she's like, oh my God, like, oh, this guy knows books and he's black, you know? And so <laughs> then in the future, she sees them at the, uh, out to drink and she's like, oh, that professor guy that likes books, he knows Jackson Avery from Grey's Anatomy. That's crazy. And everyone's like, yeah, that guy's hot. You should go talk to him. We should go talk to them together. And while she's trying to talk to her professor, uh, and Minka is trying to talk to Jackson Avery. Uh, it, they, it gets caught up in conversation that she has now read this manuscript uh, that she found in Peter's home. And yeah. now that she has this manuscript, she's talking to a, a publisher and she can really make this this book thing happen yeah. now for Peter. So I, I don't think she knew at this point where the point she started talking to him, I don't think she knew about Peter's book yet. Mm-hmm. But what was the guy's name with the book publisher guy? Do you have that? I don't mean That's to put probably you in my spot. notes is J- Jackson Avery. Jackson Avery. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Jackson Avery. Uh, the the IMDb for this film, yeah, is uh, is very incomplete. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Jesse Williams is the actor's name. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. So and his name is Theo Martin in the in the film. Yeah. And is he like a writer? Because she seems to like know uh, like all these books that that uh, that he's written. He's a publisher, and so she knows all the books attached. All the to books his, like, he published. Yeah, yeah, okay. she's read them all. He's yeah. like, uh, what? She Cause loves because he, he knows the sales. Yeah, and he lo- and he loves books. He's a publisher, and you know, um, so between the two of them, they kind of bond over. Oh my god, you know books? I know books. I love books. Me too. You're very mm-hmm. pretty, but don't you love books? He's he's like very much shooting his shot at her, and she's kind of like, yeah, but books though. Um, he's mm-hmm. she's not really catching on that. Uh, you know, Jesse Williams is, is staring at her with those like you know criminally beautiful eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but they're gonna go on some more dates, and they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna uh, you know uh, kind of like hit it off. Um, at some point, then when we see Minka, this is the young woman's name mm-hmm. uh, that she basically is gonna uh, talk about how like oh I know you like books yeah Peter wrote a book and Reese Witherspoon's like hey, he just write a book what are you talking about right. he just write a book she's like yeah he wrote a book and he keeps it in the oven Chappelle. Wouldn't the oven be the worst place to keep the one copy of your manuscript? Well, in most people's lives, he's like, yes, keep it far away from something that is, uh, you know, going to catch flame or, you know, or, or be hot enough to destroy your book. But this is Peter. He knows ain't nobody using that 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 oven at all. So he ain't got to worry about it. You got if you want to hide something from somebody in Peter's house, the oven is the perfect place I to guess put it. So. No one's ever going to touch the, it. You know, I got burned, no pun intended, by this. Um, uh, a, a, a couple times um you kept so, your novel in the oven no no but my kids made like a gingerbread house mm-hmm. and so i'm like well i don't want to get ants so i'll put this in the oven because then and this was when we were in california so it was not like uh it wouldn't be crazy for you know ants to come into your house and uh like it's, it wasn't that like super cold out and i said okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna put the gingerbread house in the oven and then my wife uh, turns on the oven without looking to see uh, what's inside. And then the gingerbread house uh, was uh, destroyed. Ouch. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. What yeah. are you going to do? It happens. Take it out the oven next time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This oven is a perfect hiding spot for books, apparently, in Ashton Kutcher's home. Um, except for everybody knows the book is there. You know, Minka knows exactly where it is. She said she tried to make keto brownies one time and, and opened it and saw a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you know Netflix, that they are always up Love. for their, their, cheap, <laughs> the their you know, cheap shots on keto, uh, zucchini, anything like uh, no carb. They're, they're here for it. 
Yeah. Every uh, Netflix movie has to have at least one shot. I like that. I appreciate that for Netflix. It's one of the few things I appreciate for Netflix. If you're listening Unites to Netflix. all. Right. Yeah. That's the one thing we can agree on because you've been tripping lately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, we got to see um, that she's like, oh, wait, let me read this book. Okay. And she reads it. She's like, okay, this is incredible. And then so she's going to try to get the book published and try to get it to, uh, to Jesse Williams. And he's into it too. Yeah. But at Ashton first, Kutcher doesn't know that they're doing this. And it feels weird at first because you think uh, that as a publisher, he probably has random people handing, handing him manuscripts all the time. Like, hey, you got to read this. This is the next big thing. You know, oh, oh this book is going to blow your mind. And he's really trying to romantically pursue Reese Witherspoon in this moment. And she's kind of like, yeah, but did you read this book? He's like, yeah, but I'll okay. get to it eventually. But damn, can, can we go out on a date? Chappelle, like, was well. the book actually good? I, I, it's hard to believe because he would have said yes regardless okay like let me be very clear once he saw Reese Witherspoon liked books he was going yes he was going yes sir until he could yes sir no more yeah uh, because now, she, her judgment's clouded too right she loves she loves the guy and the book is about her life you know his mm-hmm. life their life basically oh you my know, god so this she, is so relatable right she's like it's like he knows me the author it's like I, for some reason all of this just hits so close to home but jesse williams is like man this is reese witherspoon yeah i love the book please go out on a date with me and she's like okay let's talk about the book he's like over dinner mm-hmm. yeah, in wine at your place please you know and so yeah, i don't know if the book was actually good I, you know good is subjective mm-hmm. yeah okay uh, it's debatable we gotta we gotta find out uh we need a third party to, a neutral party to to read the book Mm-hmm. I don't think there is one of those. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, everybody in this in this movie is, uh, you know, corrupted by their own their own needs and wants. I mean, because if we can't trust Jesse Williams' character and he's the publisher, we know we can't trust we- Reese because she's in love with uh, Peter. Uh, Peter's in love with her. Can't trust. Maybe Tig Notaro can read the book. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, she doesn't have a she don't have a dog in this fight. I want to talk about what happens um, with. Jesse and with Jesse Williams and uh, Reese Witherspoon. So they they go back at the end of the night, or, or um, they are going to basically like uh, in Ashton Kutcher's apartment. They are going to start to like uh, advance this relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't like this, Rob. I just feel like you ba- when you babysit somebody's house. I think in like the unwritten contract is that you. You don't, you know, defile their, their their house like that. You don't, you know, I don't I don't know about this one. I don't like it. Yeah. So basically, um, we're gonna see that um the book publisher and Reese Witherspoon, okay, uh they're gonna they're gonna hook up. And we don't know exactly like uh how far they get, but they also like they they don't know how to turn on like the the, the entertainment system. But basically they are getting into uh, different states of undress, and they're like, ah, I don't know how you do this thing. Uh, so basically, they end up doing something that alerts Ashton Kutcher. He gets a, a notification on his phone, and the notification says, "Camera activated." Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Camera yeah, is this, activated. This is bad. They were just trying to turn on the blinds. Like they were just trying to close the blinds so they could have privacy. And then they did the exact opposite of that. They did the exact opposite. Camera activated. And so uh, they, and he ends up, Ashton Kutcher's like, oh, my cameras are activated. Let me, let me check. First off, like, I don't think that's how the cameras work. I don't think you get like, 
an alert that somebody turned your camera on. Yeah, like, wait, is someone in my home pressing the right. camera button? It's not like, <laughs> oh, uh, you you went, are going live on Instagram. Like, it's, it doesn't, you don't get a notification like that. No, no, no. But I, I don't have an inside my home camera, though. So I don't, I guess I really wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, you know, so why would, why would you have that? Why would you have that? Uh, maybe yeah, like so, so where someone in your house can activate the camera, and then you are now alerted that they activated you wouldn't the camera. Get alerted. Like, well, you can like, yeah. uh, like if you have if you have that at your house, you can like log in and then look at the camera. Um, right. But you wouldn't get like a notification of like somebody turned the camera on. Yeah, gotcha. Because I was I thought that was very weird. It'd be different if it was like a ring doorbell camera where somebody walked by and you get an alert. Yeah, but to just. You know, someone's in your house pressing the camera button. Isn't that normally you? Yeah. Like, it, it would be you. Okay. So, all right. Now, all of a sudden, uh, Ashley Kutcher, uh, that he is uh, getting the video stream of Reese Witherspoon and um, Jesse Williams hooking up and his shirt's off and they're making out. And Ashley Kutcher takes his phone and chucks it. Now, Chappelle, mm -hmm. why did he do this? Because the kid walked in. You know, uh, the, the kid walked think, in? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, no. I think, honestly, it was before the kid walked in. So the kid shows up because he hears the, the, the breaking of the glass and everything from the phone basically destroying this vase or whatever it hit. Um, but I, he just panicked. You know, I think this is his quote-unquote friend. And you wouldn't want to see your friends like that, mm -hmm. Rob, now would you? You don't want to you know, watch your friends do the things that Jesse Williams mm -hmm. and Reese Witherspoon were doing. Right. Yeah. So is is he technically is he getting cucked in this moment, Chappelle? That's why he threw it. You mm -hmm. have to like if you're about to get cucked, you have to violently remove yourself from that situation. Yeah. Like, now the alternate the read phone. on this is like, hey, that's my that's my bed. But I, that, that also plays into it, I think. No, no, I don't think it's that. I think it's really more of the like, well, yeah, I think it, what kind on. of house guest is this? Yeah, no, I don't think it was that. I honestly think he was more like, oh my God, I'm seeing the person that I'm in love with having sex with somebody who's... He's in, already in had to hear about Zen. Yeah, he's had to hear about Zen. He's now seen uh, Jesse Williams. He's like, she's just out here just like, just like falling in love with other people who are not me. I need to go do something about that. So mm -hmm. he rushes off to the bar to go do the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and he's unsuccessful. Uh, he's not able to get his mojo going for the bar um, and, and to bring someone back home to the home that he is staying at. He doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. He's not got the juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, Reese and Jesse are hitting it off, uh, that she basically then gets a call from him after that. And he wants to talk to her about a proposal. I was wondering like, uh, like how silly is the movie getting where like, Oh, I want to talk to you about a proposal. I'm like, is, does is she thinking that this is a marriage proposal? Is like, is he gonna pop the question? Like I said, I was gonna talk to you about a proposal. Uh, that doesn't it doesn't happen. He does kind of propose in a way because mm -hmm. he's talking about the book, of course. But then he also kind of sliding in there, like, oh yeah, I have some big ideas for the book. It'd be crazy if we actually move forward. We try to get this published. Also, you know, like if you really wanted a job here in New York, closer to me, that you just have to uproot your whole life and come stay here. That would be cool too. It's not like nothing formal, super formal. But if you wanted to just uproot everything and come live here with me because we just had a one night stand, nah, I'm in love with you. No, maybe you know it was kind of like that. Um, I look, Reese, she has this effect on people. Ashton Kutcher one time is in love with her. Uh, mm -hmm. Jesse Williams one time is in love with her. I, look, right, right, I would like to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, we're going to see 
that Ashton Kutcher is going to try to get uh, the kid on the hockey team. Yeah, this was a bad plan. This was a bad plan. Uh, if there's one sport that will get your accident prone, or at least you're led to believe mm-hmm. accident prone child hurt, I'm pretty sure hockey is pretty close to the top of the list, you know, next to football. Uh, you just, these are two things that this child is more than likely going to have an injury from, it, you know, if you let this happen. But Reese really wasn't paying attention. She had taken her, uh, her off the ball a little the ball. bit. She's thinking about yeah. other stuff. Yeah, she's so distracted. And so he was able to sign him up for, you know, the hockey team and the tryouts. And the trials don't go too well. You know, he's doing fine. But then, of course, he gets hurt because that's what happens when kids play hockey. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just get hurt. And now Ashton Kutcher has to do the very embarrassing thing of make that phone call yeah. and say, yeah, I did a thing and, and your kid's in the hospital. Yeah, the other relevant piece of information that we kind of uh, didn't really uh, go through is that Ashton Kutcher doesn't know that she's, that Reese Witherspoon is shopping his book all over town and, and having different publishers look at it. She's pretending to be the editor of it. But they also then find another envelope in his room and they open up this envelope and it turns out to be like like a bunch of mementos about all of the moments that he's shared with, with Reese Witherspoon. So she kind of then has the jump on him that she like, he doesn't find anything that to, to demonstrate that she has a flame for him, but she ends up finding like, Oh, like he's a obsessive hoarder who has like a collection of like uh, every moment he's ever spent with me. Yeah, but she she has these mementos too, and she's been talking about them to him for twenty years. She's always been like, "Hey, remember that one time we did this thing?" He's like, "No, don't talk to me about those things. I, I hate mementos. My least favorite mementos, you know." And so now that she finds out that he has some, she's like, "Wait, maybe he cares about me just as much as I care about him." But he can't focus on that because while he's like trying to go admit that he's in love with her. She's trying to come berate him for getting her kid injured. And so she's on her way. I think she gets on the plane. She's like, I just need you to leave. Leave my home. Leave my child. Get away from it. Just go back to New York where you came from. So she's going through the airport. He's going through the airport. They're on like like opposite conveyor belts going the other direction, yelling at each other about how much like you, you, you're untrustworthy. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't listen to me. You're your child. You, you're obsessed with your child. You need to grow up and all this other stuff. And then right as like you feel like the breakup is happening, they're finally gonna go their separate ways because they're just not compatible. She finds a memento, and that memento reminds her that hey, hey, you, you asshole, you've been keeping mementos this whole time. Do you like me? Mm-hmm. It turns out they do. They like it. Yeah. Chappelle, I thought that that was a, a clever scene where they were at the airport having this argument and they were on the people. They were talking on the phone like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm, I'm coming here. Uh, and so they saw each other there in the airport, but they were both on the people movers that were going in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. And they're, but they're having an argument in different directions mm-hmm. as well. So you have to kind of, you're walking against traffic because it's moving you in the opposite direction, but you're still yelling at this person. Uh, and like I said, it was very like, it, whoa, it got kind of personal for a second. But then eventually he just has to blurt out like, yeah, I'm in love with you, crazy. And she's like, well, why haven't you said anything? And I'm thinking, that's a good question. It's been 20 years. And yeah. Never thought to say anything. He's nervous. For 20 years, grow up. Grow Stand up. up. Yeah. 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 He, I think he might flag. like being cooked. He might like being cooked. You think so? You know, yeah, I think I think kind of, and that's what really put him over the edge. Yeah, that he's like, okay, well, maybe maybe we can explore this. (laughs) Yeah, call call the publisher, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the dark book publisher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, Uh, and that's basically uh, your place or mine 
Uh, there's like a little bit of like a postscript about like um, that they lived happily ever after, but not really because marriage is hard, but they're fine. Yeah, uh, you got a little denouement here, you know, where they're just like they're holding hands because they're that couple. The book gets published and then they're moving into like together. And then she's got an editor job now because that one time she got his book published and her kids playing hockey and they all live happily ever, ever after because, you know, you be happy sometimes and sometimes you don't. You're married, right? I'm sure true. you're always That's happy, true. but sometimes these relationships don't. They have some ups and downs, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's Absolutely. your place or mine. Will there be your place or mine too? Yours place, mine, and ours. Mm -hmm. uh, the sequel. Yes. Or you, you, me, and Dupree. I think that's what they could call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see a sequel. I don't know what it would be about, know. but I could see a sequel. Yeah. Maybe Return of Jesse Williams. Uh, uh, maybe Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband comes back and he's got like a vendetta. I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. I think this is it. I think this is the end of the love story. I think, I think this is the end of the story. Um, you know, it, it's, this is as a weird movie that it's, uh, you will be hard pressed, I think, to find a movie. I like, I guess maybe is that like uh, sleepless in Seattle? Maybe some of our like rom-com experts like, uh, but the, the, the two of them are on screen together. So little in this movie. Yeah. It's almost like they don't even like each other. It's mm -hmm. very weird. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was odd. I think the entire movie is odd. But it was a, it was fun to talk about it. You know, I don't would I recommend the movie? Probably not. Because it just wasn't a lot of either category. No. It wasn't a lot of ROM. It wasn't a lot of com. It was just a thing that happened on Netflix and we talked about it. Yeah. All right. Look, I still had a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. I hope the uh, listeners did too. Yeah. Anytime you can talk about Reese Witherspoon, you have my attention. Okay. How about next week, Chappelle? Ooh. Does, is there anything that has caught your eye? Uh, let's see. I saw the coming attractions on Netflix. I saw mm -hmm. something called We Have a Ghost. Um, Ooh, that's spooky. Yeah, but that's February 24th. So it's actually it might be too like past our recording date. So mm -hmm. we might have to put a pin in that one. Um, let's see. Formula 51. I mean, Formula One is, is back. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, we talked about that already, but I might, I might check it out since I'm all caught up on what was happening last time. Uh, let's see. More Married at First Sight, which I'm sure RHAP is already covering with Jason and Asia. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, nothing really just jumps out at me. It's like, I gotta talk about this. What about you? Yeah, I'm taking a look at uh, what is dropping uh, this week on Netflix. I don't see anything that looks uh, super exciting. Um of course, uh, the, the perfect match is coming to uh, Netflix, and we'll have coverage of that here on RHAP. Uh, Squid Game: The Challenge uh, is—I uh, uh, guess that's still a little bit of a ways away. Um, but I guess we got to look at the charts. We can look at the charts, and we do have that one caveat that we can just go explore something else on a different platform. This mm -hmm. is nothing but Netflix, but not really. And so uh, maybe there's something on Hulu that the people want to hear us talk about. Tubi is mm -hmm. still out there. Amazon Prime, Apple uh, TV. What else we got? Uh, you name stars. it. You name yeah, it. You name it. Yeah, look, all the streaming services are out there for our... To, Otherwise, um, we have to cover Pamela. Or we have to talk about Pamela. Or you know? I can so, do battle by myself. If we do, I can do battle by myself. We have to call AJ. Yeah. You know, because uh, AJ is our Medea correspondent now. Um, 
Yeah, we don't have to do any of those things. Let's just leave it to our listeners. Give us some suggestions from any platform. Whatever you see that's new, that's trending, that people are talking about on these streaming platforms, let us know. And we will talk about it here on Nothing But Netflix. Just tweet us at nothing but R-H-A-P uh, to let us know what y'all want to hear us talk about next week. Okay, Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Uh, I think I'm very busy coming up. Like, I think I got a lot going on and I didn't realize it. So uh, me and G are still talking about Abbott Elementary on Post Show Recaps. Uh, I think next week I will also be starting a new venture with Amari and Latanya on Post Show Recaps. Stay tuned for more information on that. Still trying to lock some things in. Uh, and then um, Puya and I should be getting ready to do our preview podcast for the upcoming season of Bel Air. If we're to do one, I think it's coming in the next week or so mm-hmm. um, because that'll be February 22nd. So Puya and I will be on Postal Recaps talking about that. Uh, I'll be guesting on Silent Podcast either this week or next week to talk about um, Big Brother 6. They're doing a full rewatch uh, of uh, Big Brother on the Silent Podcast. And so I, I will be on the panel to talk about BB6. So check that out too. Um, but I think that's it. I, oh, oh no. And then uh, there's going to be a, a hiatus for uh, 90 Day Fiance. But when it comes back, I will be talking about that episode of 90 Day Fiance with Puya on the 90 Day Fiance wrap up. But okay. That's about it. All right. Well, Chappelle, this was very fun to go through. Your place or mine. Let's see how high it goes on. The, what, what's the ceiling uh, for you? Five. What's, what's five? Five. I think five. it hits. I, I think it hits top three. Okay. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, thank you all so much for joining us for Nothing But Netflix. Please let us know uh, what you have in mind for next week uh, when we get back together for another Nothing But Netflix. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.